Hey everyone, hope you're doing well today. Today we're going to cover another excerpt from The Labyrinth of Evil, which takes place just before Revenge of the Sith. This one covers a pretty interesting topic. Well, I pretty much say that about every one of my videos, but I mean, hey, I try to choose only interesting topics, so I guess that's why. But anyways, today's is about Count Dooku and his thoughts on the Chosen One. So, unlike his former apprentice, Qui-Gon Jinn, Count Dooku was far more skeptical even, one could argue, contemptuous of the prophecy of the Chosen One. Or at least he was with the notion that Anakin Skywalker was the being that would bring balance to the Force. The reason it couldn't be Anakin, in Dooku's view, had all to do with the life circumstances Anakin was born into. Now I'm going to explain, but first I'm going to read another passage from Labyrinth of Evil by James Luceno, which in the old EU told the story of Anakin and Obi-Wan's adventures just prior to the beginning of Episode 3. At this particular moment, Count Dooku is reflecting on his disappointment with the Jedi and their reliance on the Chosen One prophecy. They waited for the Chosen One to be born, mistakenly believing that only he or she would be capable of restoring balance. Such was the danger of prophecy. It was into such times that Dooku had been born, placed because of such a strong connection to the Force among an order that had grown complacent, self-involved, arrogant about the power they wielded in the name of the Republic. Turning a blind eye to injustices, the Republic had little interest in eradicating because of profitable deals forged among those who held the reins of command. While midichlorians determined to some degree a Jedi's ability to use the Force, other inherited characteristics also played a part, notwithstanding the Temple's best efforts to eradicate them. Having hailed from nobility and great wealth, Dooku yearned for prestige, even as a youngster. He had been obsessed with learning all he could about the Sith and the dark side of the Force. He had towed the Jedi line, become the Temple's most agile swordsmaster and instructor, and yet the markings of his eventual transformation had been there from the start. Without the Jedi ever realizing it, Dooku had been as disruptive to the Order as would be a young boy raised in slavery on Tatooine. Now one of the things that's interesting about Count Dooku is how George Lucas purposely created the character to be an older, colder, more jaded reflection of Anakin Skywalker. As both the Count and Skywalker were prodigies of the Force, exceptional duelists and amongst the best of their generation, perhaps any. Plus there's the fact that they both fell to the dark side. Therefore in many ways, they are parallels of each other. So when Dooku says he was just as big a disruption to the Jedi Order as Anakin, it could be that somewhere deep in his own head, Dooku might believe that it's him who is the Chosen One, and jealousy is what drives his dismal of Skywalker. You see, when he brings up other inherited characteristics, he doesn't mean Anakin's unusually high midichlorian count, though he acknowledges their importance as an indicator of the strength of a Force-sensitive's connection to the universal energy. Other traits are necessary to truly stand out, or so Dooku believes. And for the Count of Sereno, that extra ingredient is the station in life you are born into. Blue blood, as they say. Dooku's aristocratic heritage, to him, makes him superior to a slave from Tatooine. Now, Dooku is wrong, of course. The Force doesn't discriminate on a being's class based on how much money you have or where you come from. Jedi and Sith have come from all corners of life in the galaxy, Anakin being a prime example of that. He was born into slavery and was the actual chosen one. But even though Force sensitives appear from all walks of life, there are also powerful Force legacies. The most famous example, of course, being the Skywalkers. So not blue blood, but Jedi blood. Heritage does play a factor too. That's why Darth Plagueis' parents were carefully selected. Now I do wonder what would have come of Dooku and Sidious' partnership if Anakin had died in the Clone Wars, if Count Dooku became second in command of the Empire and not Vader. But of course, 
Dooku was never meant to go that far with Sidious. He was merely just a tool. How would he have planned to usurp his master, and do you think he would have ever made for a better or worse emperor than Sidious? What does Emperor Dooku look like? The Dooku Empire, if you will. There's an excerpt about that in the Revenge of the Sith novel on Dooku's plans had he survived his fight with Anakin, which I'm going to get into in another video. It's quite interesting. I hope you enjoyed this one, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you, always.